Welcome to Project Shadow, episode two. Two. Wow. It's been a long time since I've said episode two of anything, but in the uh, next coming months, I'll probably be saying it a lot more. I would like to apologize a little bit up front for the uh, buzzing that was in uh, episode one. Um, when I recorded it, I didn't hear it. When I did most of the... I could not hear it on my laptop, which is what I produced the show on. I was only really able to hear it when I played it on the Apple TV, so I don't know what that means. I'm not exactly an audio expert, but I think I was able to get rid of it this time through, or at least reduce it a lot. I think what it comes down to is actually I need a better mic. <laughs> I need to get some PR20s or PR40s. and. They're expensive, so if you would like the audio quality to go up dramatically, head over to dashpunk.com and contribute, or visit shop in our store and help us afford better mics. That was a terrible thing to say. Oh well, Brian's not here to stop me. You know, Brian's not here again today, but I wanted to hurry up and get this episode out because I've got a lot of things that I am currently doing. Mainly what I wanted to talk to you about today is I promised I would start putting up some of the ideas for Our Solemn Hour over at OurSolemnHour.com and I got five of them up today. There are more, but these are some of the ones that I'm kind of more excited about or the ones that I thought were easiest to explain without a lot of extra additional blah 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 so some of them are overly complex in an Eric speak which most of my notes are in and I have learned over the years that Eric speak is an incomprehensible language that is understood only by Eric and so I will be translating for their ideas and putting them out on the site shortly Okay, so let's get into them a little bit. I've kind of divided them up into two different categories, and I guess I should actually explain how we're doing this, because it's not exactly the best solution, but we relocated our site over to Squarespace about, oh, I don't know, five, six months ago, and I really like their service, I really like what they do, and this is one of the modules that they offer that I really like. Unfortunately, to lay all this stuff out simply and easy and make it nice to navigate and get around and see everything, there's no way for me to activate comments in there. So unfortunately, the way this is going to work is I set up a forum and an ideas section. And I gave each idea a reference number you know so it's like sci-fi idea one two three that way we have kind of a shorthand for each one i did consider setting up a blog but 
I didn't think that would be easy to navigate because you really only have two options with a blog. You can have it display in reverse chronological order or in chronological order. And you can set up categories and tags, but this is something where I kind of wanted to be able to give everybody an overview of here's all of the ideas, here's all of the content right in front of you. Let me know what you think. You know, as more comes up, you can see what gets added, taken out. All of these are going to be going into the updates page, which you can find at our homepage at dashpunk.com. And I'll try to remember to write a blog post about what I've added to, or put it in the show notes for this to let you know what's been added and changed over there to maybe help keep a better change log. Um, I might actually put a change log in the column if you guys want that, if you think that that would work better. But like I said, unfortunately, this module that they offer doesn't allow for comments. So I, I do apologize. It's kind of a little kludgy the way this is all set up, but hopefully it'll be okay. I also put my FormSpring widget back in. So if you're, that's going to appear on every page on the site now. So if you're looking at an idea and you have a question or a comment, you can put it in that form, form square, that form spring box, and that'll put it into my form spring account and I can either answer it there or what more than likely will happen since not everybody's following me over on form spring. I will answer the question there and put that answer on dash punk and on our solemn hour.com and do it that way. <sighs> Don't you wish the web was easy? Seems like every time I start doing this stuff, I just think to myself, wouldn't it be great if there was an easier way to do this? But this is what we've got. Hopefully in version six, version six of the Squarespace software is supposed to be out soon. And from everything that I hear, it's magical and revolutionary. Apparently it's touched by Apple. Um, sorry, bad joke. But we'll wait and see, and hopefully that will iron out some of these problems. But I'm up for the beta in that, but I have not gotten in yet. So hopefully that will happen soon. Anyway, I put up the ideas, the first five ideas up there, and some of them are very straightforward. And I did it in a very simple way, just kind of a, what is it, the pros and the cons. And I just thought I'd take a little bit of time and discuss each one with you right now. Okay. So number one, this is sci-fi idea number one. An invasion story. This is kind of the painfully obvious one because, well, the song is about war. And I think the song in particular to me reminds me of the Blitz and the description of what the character in the song is going through. Sounds like the Blitz. And of course... It is inspired by that Winston Churchill speech that we were talking about earlier. So this is kind of an obvious one. Now this story would be set in a modern or futuristic world and of course the aliens are invading. Now I have to say I, I love alien invasion stories. I really do. I love the original V. I mean I grew up on the original V. That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. and I watched it again recently and still love it. I really liked the new version of V, though being decabled, it has not been easy for me to keep up on whatever's going on with that. I don't even know anymore. Ah, they make life so interesting, don't they? I love Robotech. I love these kind of 
you know, Battlestar Galactica. I know it's heresy to say I'm much more of a fan of the original Battlestar Galactica than the new, but I liked Caprica a lot, and I, I love this kind of invasion, you know, we've, we're down, I think it's the part of me that likes to root for the underdog, and invasion stories, if done right, are always underdog stories. I think this is one of the things that uh, Battle LA or Battle for Los Angeles or whatever it was called, that really crappy movie that came out not too long ago. I think this is one of the things that it had going against it, is you never really felt like they were the underdogs, because every time a challenge was presented to them, they seemed to overcome it immediately. And I, without a lot of effort, without a lot of trying, it just happened. And I would love to write one of these stories. I mean, we've all seen them, we're all familiar with them, I mean, this is one of the oldest science fiction stories where you have actually two from H.G. Wells that I can think of. You have War of the Worlds, which of course is famous, and I believe the other one was called The Sleeper Awakes? I'm not exactly sure about that, but there was a sequel to War of the Worlds, and it's not clicking in my noggin, so if you want to over at projectshadow.com, if you think of the title of it, put it in the show notes there. Just put it in the comments. I would love to write one of these, and I think it would actually be therapeutic for you guys if I wrote one of these, because I gave Battlestar Galactica such a hard time when it was on TV, saying, well, it would be easier if they would just do this, it would be easier if they just did that, why are they making the choices they're making, ah, and I do believe I said for a couple episodes, I could write something better than this. Well, this would be my opportunity to put my money where my mouth is and see if I could. Now, it wouldn't necessarily be a Battlestar Galactica clone. I'm not saying that the planet gets destroyed, everybody hops into a spaceship, and off they go in the wild blue yonder being chased by evil, evil things. But that, that motif of we've been conquered is what I'm talking about. I don't know. I, I, I would have fun doing it. I think it might be hard to sell because... It'd be hard to be original, almost. I, I could see it now, being at a convention, going, oh, my new book's out, it's kind of an alien invasion story, and just seeing everybody go, another one. So, that, to me, is kind of against it. This has been done a lot lately, and actually, I think it's going to be done again this summer. From the sound of it, that's actually going to be what the new Transformers movie is. Maybe... Not to the extent I'm thinking, but looking at the trailers, it looks like it's going to be a full-on invasion movie. So, it's not going to be easy to sell, and it's kind of, I don't know, it just may be to the point of zombie cliche by now. So, that's kind of an issue. And the second one is Ava's story. Now, I, I've promised to write this several times, and for those of you who have seen me at um, some of our events... We've talked about this. We've talked about this online a couple times. This has been something that's been rattling around in the back of my head for probably seven, eight years now. Now, this is a story that I've really wanted to do. I have a full description of it up over at OurSolemnHour.com. Essentially, slave girl who has basically been raised by this mafioso and she kind of is this trained assassin of his she wants her freedom 
then one day one of a rival gang kind of attacks and starts killing members of their gang willy-nilly and they flee and hide and now she realizes that her future is bound up with the future of those people who had enslaved her and if she is to survive they kind of have to survive too i think it's a hard story to shorten like that but it's a story of a lot of questions and complications and has a lot of very interesting and difficult i hate to say issues again but issues in it i think the story would be great and i have really been wanting to tell it for a while now i know the story inside and out i know the characters inside and out i think it's a fresh story it's an original story but i have some cons for this one I think the characters' backstories are intricate enough that for anyone to really be able to get into the story, I would actually have to make this like a book two or a book three in a series, because I think you'd get, have to meet the characters and understand the characters, and the complex and complicated relationships they're in prior to the inciting event happening. Or you might not have the emotional attachment that you need to have to get you through. I think Frank Herbert, who as you know is my idol, did this fairly well when he did Dune. And fully the first third of the book, the first part of the book, is getting to know Jessica and Leto and Baron Harkonnen and Paul and who the Fremen are and their relationships with the Landsrad and getting to know a little bit about the Padishah Emperor and the politics that's going on and I think he did that rather well but having said that Dune is roughly the size of three novels so essentially part one is almost is you could cut it off and make it a novel it would be novel length it would work fine as a novel with a great cliffhanger at the end so, I, I, I bring Dune up because I, I know somebody's going to point out and go, well, Dune, you have this horrible thing when Baron Harkonnen attacks and all these bad things happen and Paul and Jessica have to fight for their lives. Yes, but to get to that point, you essentially have an entire novel to get there, even though it's encapsulated as part one of Dune. And I don't know a way around that. Because I'm not a big fan of flashbacks. I think flashbacks can get in the way. I've actually only recently come to find a flashback scene that I really enjoyed. And that's not to say... Well, with the exception of things like Highlander and Forever Night and recently on True Blood. Finally get to see season three. Woot! Liked it, but that's a whole other show. With reservations, I was just say. Liked it with reservations, but that's a whole other show. But I've been reading through the uh, Fate of the Jedi books and Abyss has these wonderful flashbacks in them to two years prior to the current story and it's mainly because the characters that are in those flashbacks were not in the previous books and so you're finding out what they were doing over time leading up to the events and finally you actually catch up and both stories are happening concurrently. I think that's fine, I think that worked, but 
again, that's not really possible with the type of story that this would be. I think that was one of the big weaknesses in Thor, by the way, was the flashback at the beginning. I think that, that for me took me out of the movie. But, again, not the time for a extended rant about Thor. So, I love this, but like I said, there would be a lot of content that would have to come out to explain the characters prior to the actual release of the Arsalem Hour, or chapter, or book, whatever you want to call it. Two, this is a, another Wuxia-inspired story. I love Wuxia, I read a lot of Wuxia, I watch a lot of Wuxia films. They're not as much as they used to, I'm watching a lot more Bollywood films now, but that for me kind of goes in cycles. I kind of let one side build up and then I let the other side build up and kind of bounce back and forth. But yet again, it's another story in that genre, which I've, mo I would say most of my published work, with the exception maybe of some of the Fates Hard stuff, is in that genre. So it wouldn't really be new and fresh for you guys as far as, well, here he is tackling a new genre. But if you guys really like you know, Liquid Sky and Shine Like Thunder, then, hey, it would be your cup of tea. So, that, that, I put it as a con because I want to stretch my writing styles, but you guys might make that a pro, and that's one of the reasons why I want to have this discussion with you. So, that is Ava's story, in brief. And honestly, if I had to make the decision well, as I've been trying to make the decision by myself, that's the one that I keep going back to over and over and over again. And like I said, I, I will eventually write that story. That's not a, that's not an option. That character has been pressing on my mind for such a long time. She will have her day. It's just how soon does that day come? So don't think with any of these stories that if we choose one over another, that means the others will never happen. It could mean that, but for the most part, we're looking for, I'm, well, I'm looking for priorities right now. Idea number three. I called this idea at the borders of madness, and it's a very simple idea that I can give you a high concept on. It's Forbidden Planet meets H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness. Expedition goes to planet, wakes something up, bad things happen, on you go. Now, there are a lot of different ways to do this. I love a good Lovecraftian space opera. I think one of the best space horror movies that I've ever seen was Event Horizon. It's one of the few that I own, actually. I love that movie, and I think it's creepy and has a lot of very good supernatural horror elements to it. And I think this could be really fun to write. Now, my biggest problem with this is it could easily become a, wow, your main character should be played by Sigourney Weaver. I love the Alien movies. I own all four of the Alien movies. Not so much a fan of the Alien vs. Predators movies, but that's, again, neither here nor there. This could easily become Alien. Actually, it would probably be like a cross between Alien and Aliens. Somewhere in there. And that doesn't excite me. Though I think 
in development. It could be broadened and taken in a whole new way. It's not exactly an original idea. I mean, this is an idea that I think you could say goes back to the 1001 Arabian Nights. That This is one of the Scheherazade stories that keeps getting retold, and I'm sure it's probably older than those. You know, go into a place, accidentally wake up something you shouldn't, bad things happen. But it's fun. I mean, it's the type of story that I like. And from what I hear, a lot of you guys do too. So, I don't know. Just a notion. But I think it could be interesting. Now, this next story, I gave the very original name, Giant Monster Go Smashy Smashy. <sighs> okay, you guys know my big weakness. I like giant monsters going on Rampage. I do. I tend to watch almost any movie that promises a giant monster on a rampage. I'm usually disappointed by them, but I watch them anyway, because I've, I've got a soft spot. So the pro on this, I would love to write one. <sighs> the cons are just numerous. I don't know how you'd do this in prose. I mean, I do, but I don't. I think that with good suspense writing, you can maybe get capture the feel. But I've never actually read a story that's giant monster go smashy. So I don't know if that's because there's no market or because no one's ever tried. I've seen a lot of movies that do this, though. I think it would be very difficult to be original. Because, I mean, let's face it, you've got really three possibilities. Demon gets summoned... Alien from outer space, horrible mutant gone awry. Let's face it, there's not really much more than that that you can do with it. So, I, I don't know how you can be original. I put it in my first batch that I put up on the site just because I would love to write this. And I might just do it as a larf. I might not lark. I might not do it actually as an Arsylum Hour project, but I don't know might just have to do it just for the pure fun and love of the genre. And idea number five. This is one of many contemporary fantasy and epic fantasy ideas that I've got rolling around in the back of my head. This one, very simple. Magical societies have existed from time immemoria. They've always kept themselves hidden for one reason or another. The difference in this one being that two of these magical kingdoms have decided to go to war against each other and our party would actually be either one our character would either be one of those factions or in a third faction that's trying to broker peace and keep the magical community secret how would you keep a magical community secret if a full-fledged war was going on between two nations i think that's a very interesting idea and one that i haven't really seen before, I mean, I've seen a lot of, you know, keep our secret stories and a lot of uh, Dark Lord trying to take over the world kind of stories. But this idea of, you know, two magical nations who are at war with each other, I haven't, in the real world, I haven't really seen that. So I think that that would be different. It'd be fresh, at least from my perspective. Though I'm sure somebody listening to my voice or who visits the site will 
eventually go, you know, so-and-so wrote that novel already. Because there's nothing new under the, under the sun. That's one of the reasons why I'm not really afraid to put these up on the site. I got into kind of an argument with a writer friend of mine who said I was really stupid to be posting these ideas up on the site because I'm essentially giving free ideas away to people to steal and write their own things. But honestly, what original idea is there left? I mean, I'm sure there's probably a dozen, if not more, other people that have, have ideas similar to this right now that are working on them or have worked on them in the past. I think this could be an interesting story, though. And I would like to have your opinion, and that's why we're doing this project. I want to know what you guys think. And if you have any ideas of your own, you can submit them through the various methods that we've set up. And that would be awesome. I'd, I'd love that. I'm very excited about this. Um, I do have the subscription link up on Dashpunk now. So if you look over, you'll see the subscribe section on our site. You scroll down and you'll see podcasts. Project Shadow is right there. Now I will give you one slight caveat. Sorry, my allergies are acting up and I'm coughing a little bit. I will give you one slight caveat. The iTunes link, we do not have an actual iTunes page yet. The uh, podcast is going through the cycle to get included in iTunes right now as we speak. So we do not have an official iTunes page yet, so I can't um, link to that. So this is one of those links that is supposed to hand it off to iTunes. It worked on my Mac when I was still running iTunes 10.2. It did not work on my Windows computer where I'm running 10.3. So, uh, you may just need to copy and paste that in or wait until we get into the iTunes store to subscribe, but I thought I should let you guys know that that could be an issue. I'm so excited about all this. I really am. I think this is going to be a great and wonderful thing. And it's taking a lot of stress off of me. And that may seem like an odd thing to say because... You know, we just started and we haven't, you know, I haven't really posted a lot, but I'm now working with purpose, which is something that I haven't been doing for a while because I have all of these ideas competing in my head and I'm just posting these little snippets about them. For a lot of these, I have full character write-ups and plot outlines for some, you know, plot ideas and story ideas and setting ideas and world building done and... There's actually been quite a bit that's gone into this in the background. And I haven't started posting that stuff yet. I want to get all of the uh, high concept, you know, ideas up first. And as I start seeing which ones you guys are more interested in and which ones I'm most interested in, I'll start posting up some of that other content as well. But being able to go through what I have and sharing it with you guys is really, I don't know. I miss working with you guys. I said it last episode that my favorite project that I've ever done was Fate's Harrow because I would write an episode, I would submit it to the editors, they'd do their mojo on it, he'd go out for sale, you guys and I would have a chit-chat about what you liked, what you didn't like, you'd 
what, what's going to happen next, all that fun discussion. And then the next episode would be, I'd finish the next episode and send it out. And that went on for a while. And for those of you who missed out on Fate's Harrow, it's apparently no longer available. The pu publisher seems to have pulled it. So we're going to be putting that out shortly. We just need to make sure that the versions that I have and the versions that they put out are in, in sync. Like I said before, I'm mildly dyslexic. And it's possible that they fix some spelling and grammar things that I may have missed. And it's punctuation stuff. So we're going to have to, you know, we're going to go through them with a fine tooth comb and make sure that they're in sync. And then we'll make those available to you guys as soon as possible. So for those of you who missed out on Fate's Harrow when it was happening. And there's going to be a special treat because uh, I actually finished one more episode than they published in the original run so when we put them out we're going to put it up put them out with that additional episode in there so there's actually for those of you who have read it there's something to look forward to in that there will be a new episode of fate's Harrow that's just been sitting around for a couple years collecting dust so very excited about that and can't wait to see what comes of all this uh as always, don't forget to friend us over, oh, well, like our Facebook page. You can find it very easily by clicking the link over at Dashpunk. And we have a, for its size, we have a fairly active community over there. Ryan is, posts a lot of questions and really useful links. And I try to keep everybody up to date over there. And I use Facebook a lot. Facebook's probably, of all the social networks, the easiest one to catch me on. I do a lot of stuff. I've got a lot of friends that I talk to over there. And of course, help us spread the word so that we can get as many eyes on all this as possible and make it the best that we can make it. And as always, thank you all for your support, whether that be financially through helping our sponsors or shopping in our A-store or donating through the site or just the lovely emails and messages I get from you guys that are encouraging me to keep going. It really does mean a lot to me and I think it means more than you guys really know so especially right now it's been really tough right now I've got a lot of sick family and it's hard to keep your chin up sometimes and you guys have really been helped with that so thank you so very much well that's about it for episode two and I will talk to you again shortly bye <laughs>